This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time for you peoples. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So I saw some good news today, actually. It was a bad news, good news situation. Mm. So on Saturday, down by me, you know, where I live in Bradley Beach, the, uh, one of the town over from me is Neptune. Yeah. And uh, on Saturday, someone discovered a uh, starving puppy dog, pit bull, eight-week-old pit bull that wow. somebody had starved to, to almost death and abandoned on the side of the road. That's, I hope, the part of the bad story. That's oh. the bad part, yes. Uh, and they are looking for the the criminals in this. So yeah. They haven't found yet. But the Monmouth County SPCA down there took the dog in. And I got to tell you, in a matter of days. The, Adopted. Not, I don't even know if it's up for adoption yet because it might be too young. But in a matter of days, the difference in what that dog looks like. By getting food. By getting food yeah. and nourishment. And they even have pictures of like. These other dogs in the shelter taking this dog under their wing. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Wouldn't you love to know what dogs really think? Yeah. Or how they instinctively react and do things? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like even this, this starved pit bull puppy was swagging his tail so happy. You see every bone in his I body. I imagine. It's, um, I, and I was talking to Eddie about this. Like, how do people treat a, an animal like that? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like... Not for me. You got to have a weird. Oh, yeah, I know. Your brain has got to be working in a weird way. If you can do that to an animal, I actually think you can do it to a human. Right. And that's what Eddie said. He's like, people do this to humans oh, that's, as well. That is very true. It's just weird. Like people's brains, man, they work in different. They We're work all wired diff- differently. We are all wired differently. We all think differently. We are different. But you know what's also weird in this con- in this uh, s- similar thing is like. I feel like Michael Vick is a different person now. He, I would agree with that. Like so strangely that I actually feel like he changed. He did, yeah. Like when I look at Michael Vick, I don't think of the bad things he did to dogs anymore. I do think, though. I really do believe this. I think you are a product of where and how you grow up, right? And I think, and I am. I, I'm going back on memory now, which. Uh, that's never good because I don't remember much these days. But if I remember back to those stories and reading about the background, it's kind of what, and to you and I, it's horrific. And I can't even imagine putting dogs out there to fight to the death. I, I In no way, shape, or form do I think that's okay. So they get that out there right away. Love animals, you know, dogs growing up, cats, sure. everything. But I do think if that's how you grew up and all you know and all you were taught I mean, not for nothing. We slaughter chickens to eat them. And cows. And cows. And pigs. We see these things. They're the cutest things on the side of the road, yet they're going to be true. on our dinner plate later that night. That's a good point. Just because we domesticated the dog and the cat, we treat them differently. Right. We let them into our homes. And I and that's great. I, I wouldn't want it any other way. But it is funny how one is so terrible, like really terrible, went to jail. And the other's a business to provide food. Yeah. And cats, I believe, are eaten in other parts of the world. I think dogs as well. Yet here, if we ever actually brought that up as a possibility. Yeah, you'd be in trouble. Yeah. So it is an interesting way of thinking. Yeah. And the way we view different things. An interesting dynamic, as we say. And I do think his eyes were opened wide 
when this whole thing, ah, he was an adult. At some point, I would like to think he did realize but kept doing it, which is on him. I'm sure at some point he had to have been like, eh, this is really probably not what I should be doing. And But he kept going. But I don't, I, it's the way you, I really believe it's a lot of the way you're raised. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, he probably had that from the time he was a small child that was going I'm on. Pretty in his sure that was kind neighborhood. of part of the story. Yeah. Not making it right, but. Right. So big ups to that dog, Jerry. Yeah. I'm That's enjoying, great. I'm enjoying following the dog's progress on like the Twitter. I see like the Asbury Park Press keeps posting things about this dog and so does News 12. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That dog's like a happy dog, Jerry. Good. Uh, let's see. We also got into... Why don't you a... make a trade? <laughs> Whimsy for a uh, pit bull puppy. You could trade the pup. You could train the puppy right now. Right. That's true. You sleep until I get up. Plus, you... I'd, l- I'd look like such a hero if I took in the star. Two people find out that puppy. you gave up Whimsy together. Right. That's true. Right. <laughs> right. I'd have to take this dog in along with my dog. Yeah. No, that's not that's a good That's too idea. much. That's not a good idea. That'd be too much, Jerry. But I'm sure when the dog's available for adoption, that dog's going to go like. Oh, quickly. Very right. quickly. Yep. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up on a Sunday, Jerry. I always wonder this one. So I like uh, I made reservations to take my mom and dad out to lunch. Which you have you doing that? You got to make reservations like mm-hmm. early, of course. Which I was smart enough to do. But I always run into this thing with uh, Gina. So Gina and I are not married, right? Gina has a kid, but he's not my child, right? So. Do I do something for Gina oh, on Mother's Day? You know what I mean? It's a weird one. I think it would it would be nice if you took her out. Go out. Yeah, are you taking your parents out Saturday or Sunday? A Sunday. I would take Gina out for dinner Saturday night. Okay. As like a and Mother's make Day. make it like it's a Mother's Pretend Day. Pretend it's out. a Mother's Day. Get her flowers. And flowers. That's all. And you've done But I also don't want to upstage the son. He's going to probably get flowers. He's going to. Get her a rose. A single rose? A single rose. Okay. Because he'll get... Because I remember last year, I believe this happened. I believe I bought her a bouquet of flowers, and I think he bought her a bouquet of flowers. And I felt like, hmm, should I not have done that, let his bouquet of flowers stand out as I, the bouquet of flowers? You know what I mean? Get her a single rose, take her out for dinner. And you then that's wonderful. I do remember the one year I did nothing, and I, did, did, and I went with the you're not my mother... How that did that did go not, from not, her? Not great. <laughs> that did not go over great. It's a strange one, though. It's a weird one, though. he's not your son. Right. You're not married. You don't even live with her. Yeah, that is a weird it's one. It's a tough one. Well, you do find yourself in some odd situations. Yeah. <laughs> and he is an adult now. Yes. So he will be doing Was nice things. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. kind of on him now. Right. Well, although even all these years, I've been with Gina eight years. All these years, he would always make her uh, like pancakes or something, or even when he was little. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think yeah. that's wonderful. But you're right. That's a good move. I think I like that idea on your part there, Jerry. There you go. Yeah. Good luck getting a reservation Saturday night. Well, though you go early, you'll be fine. I do go early. Yeah. You'll be fine. I know. I was happy just to get reservations for lunch because uh, all these places. This is what I don't like about Mother's Day or you try I, to go I hate all the holidays. Easter. Or the, I hate them all. They do these like brunches where it's like. Fixed meals? Yeah. Fixed menus? Yeah. Fixed menus. Prefix menu, I think they call that. And then they jack up the price. Yeah, I know. Because they can. The other tough thing is to like, to find flowers for Mother's Day. You don't want to go Mother's Day morning because it's packed. You go shop right. If you go the day before, I will. You're right. The supermarkets have mm-hmm. really great, and they're very nice. Really nice, very affordable. This isn't like going to Pathmark in 1983, right? These supermarkets now are they, like one stop shopping. Yeah, where they've got different eyes. It's not just food anymore, and their floral departments are outstanding. I know in New Jersey, Acme, Stop and Shop, mm-hmm. wonderful yep. flowers, and a lot of them. Yeah, so you actually oh, can go Sunday morning. Yeah, I, 100% you can, especially if you're talking about getting a rose. Right. You're not looking to go buy big bouquets. Well, or... I want to get my mom's a boo- bouquet oh, of some sort. That's a very good point. Yeah. That's true. All right. You get, you'll get you do fine at the supermarket. Also, i got to get cards. That's another thing I can't stand. Your you cards get... are like $6 now. Yeah. Very... <laughs> what, what the hell? It is very strange 
how expensive cards got. It's unbelievable. There was a time when we first got computers, like even on my Commodore 64, there was a program on my computer. You'd print them. Yeah, called Print Shop. Mm-hmm. I remember. And you'd create your own cards. You'd print them out and fold it up. And I thought, the card, pl- they're going out of business. How'd that work out? Then the next thing that came with the internet was you email a greeting card to somebody. Yeah, that didn't really take. That didn't catch on either. No, that never that never took. The card industry held on. Yeah. They fought people through. Like, people like, I personally don't care. The women in my life like a card. Right. They do like a card. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care about a card either. My brother shows up. So my brother's single. He's 48. No, 46. 46. My brother shows up with gifts. He doesn't even wrap anything anymore. It goes in a gift bag with some tissue paper, and he goes, here, it's from me. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody loves it because it's funny. It's his thing. Right. But you know what he's doing? Saving money without buying cards. And not having to stop off at the store to get the cards. That's exactly right. But you wait. And men, anytime the holiday and card giving involves men having to buy and give the card, the last minute. Oh, see, I'm better than that. Is crazy. Like, I'll do it on the way home today. You'll go get a so card. I'll be totally fine. That's and then a I'll good grab idea. Joseph today and I'll take him. Matthew, get it on his own. It's weird though. Matthew won't be around this weekend because he's got his prom on Friday night. Then he's got a game Saturday and then he's off to Wildwood for Saturday and Sunday. Now, will you remind him? Hey, just remember it's Mother's yeah, Day. You I will. will. You'll give him a heads up. I'll actually send him a message later today. Just make sure you get mom a card, you know, and something. Yeah. Absolutely. Because in his mind right now, He's got the prom to, to deal with, and he's got his final three high school baseball games, Saturday, right. Monday, Tuesday. That's it. Gio sounds like he's got to do a whole kit and caboodle for uh, Mother's Day. Some mothers want want it done right. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? You got to uh, get the gifts from the, from the kids, from you, to the mom. What's really tough is, like, moms who have a mom. Sure. Well, it's like, what do you what do you do? And this has been an issue now. So prior to the pandemic, for the previous 20 years, we have basically alternated Easter, Thanksgiving, and, oh, Easter and Thanksgiving. Because an hour, the way we worked it out, Christmas Day was the bigger day for Kim's family. Christmas Eve was the bigger for us. So Perfect. back in 2000, maybe 2001, we decided... Christmas Eve with my family, Christmas Day with your family, done deal. We're going to alternate Easter and Thanksgiving every year. So we knew what we were doing when we were doing it. The pandemic came and everything got thrown into a tizzy. But all through those years, the ones that were always a pain in the ass, Father's Day and Mother's Day, who are you going to be with? Oh, God, shoot me. How about this? We don't see anybody And we go see everybody on Saturday. One lunch, one dinner, and let's do whatever we want on the day. And it's basically been a Father's Day. We've had baseball tournaments for the last 10 years anyway. So it doesn't matter. Mother's Day. God forbid you play on Mother's Day. Although we did it for a little while, but it was always 10 a.m. It's like, all right, now what do we do? I know there's always like a Mets and Yankees game on Mother's Day. One always. of them's always home. Yeah, there's baseball, for yeah, sure. baseball. But it's hard, though, because I got my wife's a mom. Her sister's a mom. They have their mom. I have my mom. It's a lot like, of moms. How do you? So this year, we are. I'm, I am taking her mom and and Kim and her mom out Saturday night, and then Sunday her mom is over this week, so she's around. And then Sunday my family's coming over to our house, so then it's a bigger party. It is what it is, but wowzers! I'll go see my mom's Sunday for lunch. Then Gina and her son will spend Mother's Day together. No good. And then my sisters are moms. I'm sure. I just text them a happy Mother's Day. Yeah, that's it. No cards. No. No. You know, like even their... That's another thing. My nieces are now moms too. Right. Which is crazy. My mom's a great grandmother. Wow. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying like even when we were talking about cards, like growing up, did you used to get birthday cards and Christmas cards and Easter cards from your family members yeah. or no? Yeah. Yeah, me too. The, that that part died down with the cards. Yeah, my mom still sends them. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Birthday card, that's it. Yeah, even like my, my sister told me, 
that her kids don't even look for birthday cards in no. the mail. Like we used to look for, for sure. Like when it was approaching your birthday, and you'd get the mail, and you'd be like, "Did I get a card? Did yeah. I get any cards?" Not anymore. Yeah, the, the, she, my sister said the kids don't even think about receiving cards. No, it's just different. Yeah, everything is different. So while that part of the card industry died, which is why now they're six dollars a card. Yeah. The other. Why do part, you think? Let me ask you this. Because it's still there are still certain families where these holidays are. I mean, it is a must be together. It's an event. Christmas is holier than thou, and it's yes. all great. I'm not. They still get dressed up for Easter. There are families like that in their pastel colors. It's rare, though. I mean, why do you think though? In like the 1920s and 30s and 40s and 50s, hell, I'll even say into the 70s with my family, it was still such a thing, and now it's it's not. I don't know. I don't know if we have more access to each other now with... Uh, that's interesting. Even something silly like yeah, Facebook, we see everything that's going on you know in what, our though? family's lives. In the 70s, my family all lived within a two-block radius of one another. And they would see each other all sure. the time? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And growing up, my grandmother and my aunt lived across the street from us. We saw each other every day. But there was never a question about what we were doing. on th- like there, That was it. We were together. Yeah, and Thanksgiving, and it was, and my parents used to make us get dressed up, and we went to mass, and like it was a big thing. Mother's Day was the big uh, that place on Route Thirty Four, which is MJ's now, is uh, used to be what that used to be called the Buttonwood Manor. We used to go there for every Mother's Day. We have to put a suit on. Wow, it was a big deal, and I'm, I don't know if it's the youth sports that kind of got in the way. Everybody being busy, moms working now, whereas they right. used to not. I don't know. It's very different though. Yeah, we definitely used to, you would have an outfit for Easter for sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. For No church. question. It's just. Then church got more casual also. Church the, got very what, casual. What you would well, wear. Because church got to the point they were begging people to keep coming. Yeah. And I don't think they really cared if you showed up in sweatpants or a suit. Right. Church and flying in an airplane you used to get dressed up for. Well, no you used to more. get dressed up to go to a ball game. That's true. I think that was the, that was the outfit. Like that the guys wore on Sunday or out. You only wore the jeans and that white t-shirt to go play handball. (laughs) Or change the oil in your car. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We used to dress up more for things. I mean, look at us two pigs at work today. Yeah, we're in Right. I am surprised sometimes by that. Like the television doesn't go, hey, we're going to send you guys over like actual button-down shirts to wear. Like a wardrobe. Yeah. Well, you know who to me... Tore that off was Craig immediately. Yeah. Craig showing up in ripped jeans and a faded T-shirt. And I do remember I when it first started, I, I was dressing nicely. And then I'm thinking, huh? He would come in with a hoodie over his head, a sideways hat, a ripped T-shirt, and weird shorts. The funniest is when he, he had a couple different T-shirts that were, that looked like it was like a, like a brand like Coca-Cola, but it was about weed. <laughs> He would wear those sometimes. There was one he used to wear. It looked like Seven Up, right? Seven Up, and then he had one that was like the Adidas logo, but instead of the whatever the Adidas the logo, was, it was it was three weed. It was weed, <laughs> a weed leaf. I was like, he's wearing that on television, right? And this is when and before it was legal. <laughs> yeah, but I think like on his Fox Morning TV he, he show, he dresses nicer. Yeah, they have a wardrobe department. Now he won't put on a suit, but they have right. put him in khakis and a very nice shirt, button down shirts. Yes. Yeah. And then he comes here for us and wine. He puts a T-shirt on. <laughs> well, they're not telling us what to wear. That's we true. wear what we want. That is true. That I suppose. True. Yeah. I'm also in search now, Jerry, of a, uh, I, want a, I want a baseball cap that doesn't have a team on it. Okay. But it needs to be like a low, mm-hmm. you know those low, you know the hats look so big now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know One that I mean? fits on top of your head properly. Yeah, I think they're called the low rise Caps. Okay. I was Googling that today. And I'm looking for one, Jerry. But I'm so, again, it's like anything else. To order one online, then it's going to not fit me right. Well, why did you go to, hmm, I was going to say Lids, but I don't think they'll have that. Yeah, they don't really have, they had a lot of teams. I you want like a you, cool you know designer it, hat. You know where you'll find that? Where? One of two places. I think you will find that at either Marshall's, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Or what's it called? Or Burlington. Burlington Code Factory. Which is really just a big Marshalls now. Yeah. They have a lot of those 
odd assorted hats. Very cool fitting. Yes. And I think that's what you'd be looking for. Yeah, I want something like that would be fashionable, Jerry, that I might wear and not look like it's just the team logo or something. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm telling you, I think that's the place that will have something like that. That might be my look for the summer, Jerry. I might go baseball hat. Okay. But it's got to fit me properly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I gave you two All suggestions. Right. Burlington. Yep. Burlington Marshalls. or Marshalls, which is Home Goods, I guess. Home Goods or Marshalls, whatever the hell it's Yeah, Marshalls now. and Home Goods a lot of times share the store. That's it, right. So right? it is still Marshalls. You make a left, you're in Marshalls. You make a right, you're in Home Goods. I think I think you will have tremendous success at either one of those places. Yeah, I was Googling it this morning and going to different websites and mm-hmm. nothing. I wasn't really I wasn't really finding a lot. Yeah. Well, you should have just Googled me, I would tell you. Although I did go on Amazon and punched it in. There were some actually pretty cheap Hats on Amazon if they have nothing on it. So why don't you get them? Oh, no. I can make my own hat. I can get that, buy a patch of my own yes, kind. Yes, you can. Make my own hats. Yes, you can do that. That is very true. Would I sew that in with a sewing machine or something? You got time to learn, Hand right? stitch. That's, to me, that's a cool thing to learn. Yeah, sewing. Uh, yeah, I I know that sounds funny, but I think it's useful. And certainly, like, you can make nameplates. And I, there's, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to do. I could learn to sew patches on my denim jacket. That'd be cool. You could do that, too, if you wanted. Yes. Did you ever have a denim jacket with yes. a thing on the back, like uh, either patches or have, you know, some of them used to be, like, painted? I had. Like the Iron Maiden logo a, on the back? I had a couple of denim jackets. You did? I did, growing up. I had a rat one. Oh, nice. Which I do remember. Round and round. So Rat was on the what back? Com- yeah. What comes? I had a Journey one. And I think I had a plain members-only denim jacket with nothing on the back. And I don't even think it was members-only, but I got it from my dad. Might have been might have been FUBU. They took over one of those companies. Where would you get the Rat jacket? Did you buy the jacket? It was a gift. I don't know. And then get it? I might have saw it in the Sears catalog. I don't know. Yeah, quite, I don't. Remember. I was wondering if those coats were sold that way, or you bought a denim coat, then you brought it to there's, some dude. Who no, knew there's how to no do that. way that my mom bought it and then went and found a label or a picture. We had a an airport plaza in Hazlitt on Route 36. There used to be one of the greatest record stores, and I don't mean Tower Records or Independent or the Wiz. It was a a nice sized local record shop. That's where I bought the Anthrax cassettes back in the day um and things like my quiet wire my quiet riot cassette tape yeah i used to go there all the time and they had shirts and jackets my guess is and i don't know this i have to ask my mom my guess is she probably got it there right and it was right around the corner from where we lived you could take your bike up there i used to yeah i used to walk there take the bike there i used to have a red line bike remember red line yeah used to be mongoose and red line yes i had a red line bike i used to go up there all the time with my friends I used to love places that I could get to on my bike. There weren't a lot. Yeah. There weren't a lot of stores, but there was like a candy store, comic book store that I could get to on my bike. Baseball cards. That sure. was cool. Yep. But if I had a record store I could have went to, yeah, get a you probably would have been there every day. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got posters there. They had that stuff too. Yeah. That's where they had the, uh, they had wrestling and music posters. Oh, what a store, Jerry. Not sports. They didn't have sports right. posters. But I think that's where I got the Elizabeth poster from. Rock and wrestling. Yeah. You got yourself a rat jacket from there. You yeah. got yourself a poster of Eliz- Miss Elizabeth. Yep. That was living. You that didn't was... know it at the time, Jerry? You were living. I was. Then. No, I did know it, actually. You did. I felt pretty good about things. Like I'm going to hop on my red line bike and go down there and get me a Miss Elizabeth poster, put it on my wall, then throw this rat jacket on and hit the town. And that's a great day. <laughs> you ain't kidding, Jerry. All at the age of 12. Let's do the warm-up show. We'll be back here Friday. Summer Friday, according to you, Jerry. You tell me the weather is going to be terrific tomorrow. 82 tomorrow. Hills, yeah. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. <laughs> 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseballs and boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this on a Thursday morning? Oh, so close to the weekend. Uh, hello, Eddie Scazzeri. How you be? And across from me, his name is Al Justin Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. The Knicks are still alive. We here. Uh, we outside. And they going there. And they're going to Miami now, Jerry. This is exciting stuff. I actually think they're going to win in Miami now. Look at you. I'm, a bully, I'm back on the Knicks bandwagon. You're back on it. I never yeah. knew you were actually on the well, Knicks I'm bandwagon. A, I could be on it. I'm always on the bandwagon of a local winning team, Jerry. I hear you. A local team in the playoffs But you're winning. not a basketball fan. No. Like, I get the baseball and the football stuff, even to a certain extent, the Ranger thing. I don't get the Nick one for you, though. No, I do. Uh, well, listen, back in the, when the Knicks were playing the Rockets, when the Knicks were playing the Pacers, you know, the 90s. When it was fun, yeah. Yeah, I was all I was all locked up and watching those games. Were you really? I was, 100%. Wow, I was really into it. And I'm back uh, going to be into it for this game Friday night. You're going to watch it? I'm going to go out to a pizza place. I'm going to watch the Knicks. I'm going to eat my pizza. And I'm gonna watch, uh, and they better not lose. Seven forty. You're gonna. You're actually gonna watch this Friday night. Yeah. No chance. You There's not know. a chance. You don't know. So if that. I text you in the third quarter, yeah. hey, what did you think of that play by Brunson? I'll say it's pretty good. Pretty what? good play. Well, yeah, it was a technical foul against him, Al. <laughs> um, and here's the here's the one good. If they do what you're saying and yeah. they go and win, I think they win Friday night in Miami. I know. I think there's a good chance they can. There's no reason why, why they not? can't. You get a couple of days out of it because Game 7 is Monday night. Monday night at the Garden, Jerry. Yes, at the Garden. That's right. Where? I think they'll win that, too. So I got the Knicks really? in the conference finals now. So, really? Yeah. Is this for reals now? For you're, real. being, you're being for reals. Yes, for so real. So you do think after last night's Knicks victory, you think the Knicks go down to Miami and win. I do. And then they come back up in uh, the Garden Monday night, Correct. 8 p.m. tip-off. And they win. And they Wow. And they win. And then My. we have a New York... Philadelphia Conference Final. Oh, Jerry, you're talking my language. And I, I love- don't think they can win. I really don't think they can win that because I don't know. It'll be a slugfest. I just, I don't know. I just think Joel Embiid's that good. Yeah. But that having been said, if they end up in the Conference Finals, that's that's great progress. That's a very good progress, Jerry. Yes. I like your thinking. You've you've turned it around. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for them to win, but you I think are. they're going to win. I think they're going to come back okay. from three one down and win. Perfect. What was the difference then? Like, why did they win last night? They woke up in the second quarter. I did see they were getting their butts handed to them in the first quarter. Yeah, they scored 14 points. So I got to this game after Joseph had a baseball game. We get home. I walk in as the first quarter is basically ending. I'm like, 14? What? I'm like, wow. I'm like, all right. Now, usually a couple of things can happen. They can suck the rest of the way and just not show up, or they turn it on. And they started the second quarter. They turned it on. And it was pretty much... The start of their night, and they got going. 18 points in three minutes, Jerry. Yeah, after scoring 14 points in 12 minutes. So when you rolled up, uh, it was the end of the first quarter? I think it was 24-14 when I put it on. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I think it was 24-14. It was 24-14. You're right, Jerry. Yep. And then uh, the Knicks scored 36 points in the second quarter. Mm -hmm. That's pretty nice. The game's goofy. It really is. Yeah, the, the the big swing yeah. like that. But that's also the NBA. That's why they always tell you you don't have to put an NBA game on until 
you know, the five-minute mark of the fourth quarter. But here's the thing. In a case like last night, the game turned early second quarter. Yes, if you put it on in the final five minutes, you saw how it ended. You saw that uh, Miami made the comeback, although they didn't get all the way back. The free throws, blah, blah, blah. But if you missed the, the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second, you kind of missed where the game turned. Right. So it's partly true. It's partly not. Right, because that game could have been out of hand by the second quarter. No then question. what happens? No question about it. That's pretty good, Jerry. Pretty good. So what do we got here? We had Jalen Brunson, 38. Now, I'll tell you this. Domination. Now, I have to go back and find the age. And I know I'm talking about two overtime games. Yeah. But I would be slightly, and I say slightly, because he's a young man. He's going to be fired up on Friday night. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I would be slightly concerned about Jalen Brunson down the stretch Friday night. Played all 48 minutes. He's played a lot of minutes in the series, and why not? I mean, he's been that good. He's kind of banged up a little bit, although you couldn't tell last night. And it made me think of back in the day when Kid and Carter, and uh, Carter, excuse me, Kid um, Kenyon Martin and Richard Jefferson were really good with the Nets. They had a monster playoff game in Detroit that the Nets won. I think it was double overtime, if I'm not mistaken, and Kid played a ton of minutes. And he came out on fire in the next game at home, and then he just died. <laughs> like in the second half, he had nothing, and they wound up losing that game to the Pistons. I would just be slightly concerned about Brunson Friday night. Good news. I did Google it, Jerry. He's 26. Yeah, no, no, I know he's a young guy, and I'm not saying it'll be a problem. I'm saying I wouldn't be stunned, though, if we're looking at him on Friday night, fourth quarter, and you know shots are just coming up a little short, doesn't have the lift that he usually does. That would be my only concern because, as I told you, I think they're going to win. If they don't, it would be for, for that reason is what I'm telling Are you. Are you aware he was born in New Brunswick, New Jersey? I was not. That's pretty cool. He was born right at the rack. He was born at the rack, yep. <laughs> there was that hospital right over there, right? Yeah, I would like Robert to think Johnson was in the hospital, yeah. Robert Wood, Robert John- Wood Johnson. Robert Wood. Correct. Robert Johnson was the old blues singer. He does not have a hospital in New Jersey. Bob Johnson. B- but Robert Wood Johnson. Yeah. Would. All right, so that's good, Jerry. Knicks, and then I saw also they were like purposely trying to foul Mitchell Robinson because he's a forty-eight percent free throw shooter this year. Makes all the sense in the world. Well, he sucked he did. to them. He's also he? the guy who airballed a free throw uh, two games ago. Oh, right, I did badly remember seeing that. That made sense. You know, the old hack a shack, the hack a shack, but yeah. instead they hack uh, Mitchell Robinson. But he yep. made them pay, Jerry. Hack a Mitch. And I was reading, he went into the locker room and he said. Foul this, pointing to his wiener. Well, let's see if they do it again how he does. It worked <laughs> out last night. Right. What? Are they, so you're saying statistically they should do it again oh, next game. I would. Because what are they, maybe he's on I fire think he's right 52 per, I think it's 52% for his career, 48% this season, and hasn't been great in the playoffs. Quentin Grimes also played the full game, Jerry. Are he you did. concerned about him going down the no. stretch? No, I'm not. Why is that? Because he's not Jalen Brunson. Oh. That's why. Jalen Brunson is the he's the he's the guy. I, I know Julius Randle has had a has had a really good season and he makes a fortune too. And he's the Jalen Brunson is is what makes this team go. So as Jalen Brunson goes, Jerry, well, the Knicks go. So if he's tired down the stretch Friday, then the Knicks themselves are tired. Uh, well, I think that puts them in a tough spot. Doesn't mean they can't win because Julius Randle could go off. RJ Barrett could attack the rim. There's a lot of different ways they could win the game. I'm just saying he is the guy. They, they, how about the three of them? 88 points. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, that is it's pretty good. It's pretty good, Jerry. Sure pretty is. Good. Even like that... We're not even talking about Randall or R.J. Barrett. Randall at 26 and Barrett at 24. How did that punk do on the heat? Which punk are we talking about? Max Struess? <laughs> no, the guy we... Uh... Oh, Jimmy Butler? Yeah, Jimmy Butler. Uh, first playoff game this postseason where he didn't score 25 points. Is he had 19, right? I believe. 18 or 19 points. Let me check that. Uh, let me check the, um, what do you call that, Jerry? The box score. Do they have that in basketball, box scores? Yes, Al. Jerry? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't read this. You nine, just look at the points and then go down. I can't see the points, Jerry. I think he had 19. Oh, it's so, these websites are so confusing. I'm going to take your word for it, Jerry. That he had 19 All you had to do was go to NBA.com, I click know, on the box, click on the little Knicks. Key. I tried. I was on the this. I was on Google. Yeah, I tried, Jerry. The Google is not good. I did my best. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your best isn't good enough. In this case, you know what works too. What's that? Watching the game. 
or at least some of the game. I'm going to tune in at 6 because Boomer and Gio are going to break this down. <laughs> I understand, but you do a show at 5. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be okay if we did the show at 10. I'm here to let people know. Here's what we're here for, Jerry, at 5 a.m. Yeah. They're for the early risers, people get in their cars at mm-hmm. 5. And they don't really, they're like us. They go to bed early, so they don't know who won this Knicks game. And I'm letting them know, you and I, the Knicks won. And Boomer and Gio will really break it down for you they for four hours. Down. I will take you to task, though, on the fact that people that are getting in their cars at 5 didn't watch the game. How's that? That means they probably got up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. They could have watched the game, got to bed at 10, and got more sleep than you and I get. <laughs> That's fair. Like, to me, get a 4.30 alarm yeah. sounds like sleeping in on the weekends. <laughs> Ideally, 5 a.m. is the best time to wake up. Yeah, I would, I'm would. i with right? that. And you go to bed around 10. Yeah. Get up at 5, you get seven hours sleep every night. That sounds glorious. And you still feel like you're up early. Yes, not in the middle of the night. The day. Yeah, I agree. Right, you're not. You're not. These people will get up at like seven a.m. I mean, please. That's lazy. Even, yeah, very lazy. <laughs> Do you even work? Is my question. <laughs> well, let me ask you: Are they at work from eight to six? <laughs> and getting home at seven? Uh, probably. Yeah. That I'll does pass. suck when you get home. Uh, it's awful. Well, we used to. I worked those hours many, many years mm-hmm. ago. Now. Yeah. And you get home, and you get off the train, and then you get home, and it's like seven ten. No, worse than that. When I used to work with Mike and Chris, it was the best job and the worst job all at the same time because I used to take the 8.47 a.m. train, which was great because I didn't have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. But coming home, my train didn't get in until I think it was 8.18 at night. By the time I got home, I'm like, my wife's got dinner on the table. I'm like, Who wants to eat this now? And then you're ready to go back to bed. Yes. Let's repeat the whole thing with zero free time. Yeah. It was awful. Watch you know, an hour of TV and fall asleep. Oh, terrible. Yeah, these hours, while ridiculous when the alarm goes off at 2 a.m. or earlier or a little later, uh, it is nice that you're not getting home at 7.30 at 8 o'clock at night. Or 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, Jerry. Like, think about I thought about this yesterday. Yeah. Ironically enough, as I was pulling up to my driveway, I saw one of my neighbors getting in his car in a suit, clearly was going to work or came home for lunch or something. And I'm thinking, it's not even lunchtime. And, like, we're home. It was like 11.44 yeah. in the morning. It's pretty good. And this man was in a suit going to, oh, my God, that's the other thing. We don't have to wear suits. My goodness. No. Instead, I wear a Riptide jersey. You're in a Riptide jersey today. Yep. Supporting one of our local teams. You got to support the local teams, Jerry. That's right. All right. So we got uh, Nick's Heat tomorrow night. Uh, we got Devils Hurricanes tonight, Jerry. Yep. That's yep. a brink of elimination game. Uh, yes, it is. Right? And that's in Carolina. Yes, it is. And, they, and the Hurricanes have dominated the series. They have. Yeah. Aside from the one win that the Devils had 8-4 where they actually, you know, had uh, a scoring barrage, the Hurricanes have controlled the series right from the start. And uh, much as you now have turned it around and think the Knicks could win tomorrow night, and then win again Monday. What is your gut feeling? Not great with the Devils. Not very good. Not good, right? No, not very good. No, but I'm also, as you know, more of a Devil fan. I do not care for the Knicks, so I feel like I'm more objective with the Knicks. Yeah, I, I could see their path to coming back and winning this thing. I, I don't know. I just don't like what I've seen at all in this, in this series. Not one bit. There's been way too much control by Carolina, and the goaltending has not been good. The reason the, the reason the Devils beat the Rangers, and you can make every case of this, yeah, they played hard. They played better in times and spurts. They won because Akira Schmidt came in out of nowhere and stoned the Rangers. That's why they won the series. In this case, the both Devil goalies have been, let's say, not good. He ain't stoning anybody. They haven't, no. So unless he's going to come have a Rangers Game 3 replay, I don't see it. I don't see it. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, but I don't see sad. it. Well... It's sad, Jerry. Not like, I mean, we're not discussing the Devils any, anyway. Well, we do still have two teams alive, though, Devils and uh, Knicks. We do. Let's see. We did We did make predictions yesterday as who would be eliminated first. Yeah, the we all, everybody, said the, everybody said the Knicks, right? Because everybody thought the Knicks were going to lose tonight or last night. All right. So, but yes, yeah, so we've got, uh, here's your positive. All right. It's May 11th, and we still have two teams alive in the postseason. That's pretty good. That's all right. That's okay. So, and then tomorrow we can break down the NFL schedule. Oh, right. That's a win. Right, right, That's right. That's a win. Loss, win, win. Uh, Jets are going to go 15 and two. The Giants will be 12 and seven <laughs> or 12 and five, excuse me. I thought it was interesting yesterday when they put out the, some of the, when the NFL schedule came out and they put out some of the games. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they put out the the, the Jets Dolphins Black Friday game. Yep. And each game that they put out had had like a cool graphic yeah. that went along with it. So in that game it had Tua and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And that's the 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 for the Chiefs uh, Bengals they had Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Very interesting uh, for the Giants-Eagles game, which they announced Christmas. They had Jalen Hurts and Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. That was a weird one to me. Normally, they were doing all quarterbacks. The quarterbacks, right. Yeah. If you're Daniel Jones, say, what about me? I'd be, what about me? Yeah. That's interesting. I actually didn't even give that a thought. I gave it a thought, Jerry. You did? Yep. What if he's not on the Giants? <laughs> that graphic is garbage. <laughs> Now he will be. That was weird. I thought that was very disrespectful of Daniel Jones. And just for the real quick, I hate the fact that there's Christmas Day games. Yeah, me too, I Jerry. I really do. I mean, if there's one day I don't need it, it's Christmas Day. Because you know what that means now, too? I guarantee this. The Cowboys will be at 4.30 on Christmas Eve again <laughs> or at 8 p.m. I, it's enough. Right. It is enough, it Jerry. Really I want to spend time with my family. I mean, good Lord. It's, I don't know. It just it stinks. You're right. What we need is games on Sundays. That's well, when we want to play. Well, and I think Christmas Eve is Sunday. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I think Christmas yeah, is right. a Monday this you're right. year. You can take the Monday off. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Ah. Christmas is about Jesus, and that's what we should be celebrating, not football. Well, that's what it was when you were growing up. Right now, yeah. it's pretty much about what gifts you get people. Correct. And what gifts am I getting? Yes. Exactly. That's the most important thing. The yeah. most important thing about Christmas is what gifts are you receiving? Yeah, I'm kind of good. I don't want anything Me anymore. too. I'm, I'm done fine. with the gifts. I'm totally fine. I don't want to give gifts. I don't want to get gifts. You know what's fun is when you do, and we did this, I don't. I wasn't there this year because of Christmas Eve the Cowboys played, but uh, last year we did the, you pick a name out of a hat. I, I, it's a secret Santa, but not really because everyone sort of knows who has. It's not really. But you got to be uh, you got to come up with a creative gift monetary value no more than 40 bucks and what you really see is who throws in the towel and just goes and buys an amazon 40 dollar gift card yeah or who actually goes to fun stores yes and comes up with something unique that actually fits the person that actually put some thought into it gift card shouldn't be allowed in that you well, should be able to uh, then, what, then what do i do that's what i went with you bought a no, gift I'm just card kidding. no you got to go creative <laughs> i didn't i went to hobby lobby and I found have you ever have you ever been there? I was there one time. It's a very cool unique place store. with a lot of unique, yeah, arts and crafts type stuff, but they got unique sports things. It's just I don't know. It's neat. It is cool stuff. I actually like that place. But I, that was what we did. So it didn't feel like it was just, hey, here's all your gifts. Right. It was a lot a lot lighter with the gifts, and it seemed like it was more fun for everybody. Agreed. So, you get the children gifts, children and the get adults, gifts. something fun. Correct. And unique. And then you sit down and watch the NFL. 518 NFL. We get the schedule tonight. Oh, here we go. 518 on the fan. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. More stories after this. Don't go away. Nice to have you with us on this Thursday. We get you set up for a big weekend. You got a summer Friday on tap. I mean, it is going to be beautiful. I tell you, if Allie's got weddings to work this weekend, or at least tomorrow, I don't know about Saturday, but tomorrow and Sunday. Oh, is that right, Jerry? Pretty good. Yeah, tomorrow's like 75 or 80 and sunny. Oh, maybe there'll be some cheek keenies down by the Jersey Shore. Well, that. we know one thing. If there are, you can find a, a bald aging man with binoculars yeah, looking you, out his uh, window. Yes, you can. <laughs> Whale, quote unquote, whale watching, Jerry. Yeah, you tell yourself whatever That's you want what to call I'm it. That's what I'm doing. If I happen to catch a cheekini in that, uh, in the, well, then in good the for view, you. then good for me. <laughs> it's been miserable down there in the gray, disgusting weather we've had. I deserve cheekinis on the beach. Well, you got it yesterday. It was beautiful it was weather. A great yesterday. day yesterday. It was actually cool down there. Okay. It was a little cooler. Well, it was 73 by me, so that makes sense. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the, the 60s. It's supposed to push 80 tomorrow. Oh, hell yeah, Jerry. Mm. This is the perfect time of the year to check your air conditioners. Yes, which I have to do because I have to get a new uh, system. Yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to wait till it's like real heat wave because then a million people are calling. Yes. Yes. This is I agree. good. I tested it out the couple weeks ago when we got really ba- uh, warm weather. Yeah, so did Fired I. Fired it up. And it was hot. Here's a blue hot air. I put the air conditioner on. It got warm in the house. <laughs> so that, that you don't that you don't want, Jerry. Not great. Now, not only did the Knicks win yesterday, uh, getting things right and setting themselves up for a 
a nice game tomorrow night, keeping themselves alive. But Justin Verlander of the Mets actually went out there. I was a little nervous the beginning of that game. I think the first two hitters, or the definitely the first inning, smacking the ball all over the place around him. It was a winner Wednesday. It was a winner Wednesday. Yes, it was. He ended up only allowing uh, two hits. I think they were both in that first inning. You know what he gave them yesterday? What's that? Length. He did give him length. He gave him length. Got to rest the bullpen a little bit. Ottavino and then uh, what's his name? Robertson. Robertson, yep. For a couple of innings, one each. And that was a nice. Now, would it kill the Mets to score more than a couple of stinking runs? It really it made, it made you feel like it was a DeGrom day. Yes. It's like, yeah, Verlander's out there. Just get a run or two. We'll be fine. Oh, my God. Yeah, they win two to one. Uh, Pete Alonso hit a home run, which yes, is he nice. Did. Yes, I he believe did. his 13th, I heard Marco League say. League leading. Really? I believe he leads the league, correct. You know who I feel like hasn't hit a home run in a long time? Aaron Judge. He's been injured for three weeks. Well, that'll do it then. <laughs> that'll explain it. <laughs> he <laughs> but, hasn't played. But he did play yesterday. Yes, How about a home did. run, oh big fella? God. Well, you got three of them from, uh, from Bader and from Volpe, although the Volpe one, that was, was Jeffrey Mayer. That was actually the uh the Oh my gosh. The uh not Volpe, I'm sorry. Uh, Bader. Bader. Yes. Bader Bauer. The, the Volpe one was crushed to center field. Did you see how shallow they were playing him? Uh yes. Uh, they were they had quite the run to get to the fence like, and then that, whoosh, over the wall. It, it reminded you of like this tiny kids up playing youth baseball and the other coach doesn't think he's got the power to get right. the ball in the outfield and Bring you put all in. your in, your outfielders in. It's like I don't know. I was really surprised how shallow they were playing him. Yeah, so they had homers by Bader, uh, DJ LeMahieu, and yes. Anthony Volpe hit his uh, first grand slam. Yes, and, and Alonzo does lead the majors with 13 home runs. Wow. Yep. That seemed low. I I feel like the major league five weeks. lead should be 20. On the, May 12th correct. or 11th? That's right. He's on pace to hit 80 home runs. We need someone, someone to get some balls and take some andro. And hit 20. So they've played, how many games have they played? About uh, 35 games, I guess, right? Yeah. Let's let's say 35 games. Right. Let me give or take a game or two. So 35, 70, 140. So he's on, for real, he's on pace to hit about 61 home runs, 62 Perfect. home runs. So I don't, I, I think that's good, 13. That's pretty good. That I, I think guess. he's doing okay. Oh, you put it that way, Jerry, you start putting math equations near it. Sure. <laughs> that to a math equation. Sure. Just, that's what it is. Now, the Harrison Bader home run, as you mentioned, there they, they did review it for fan interference. Yeah, the guy put his glove out and caught it. <laughs> Which, yes. to me, looked over the wall. It did. But I guess you can make the case it was on top of the wall. It in which been case, a that's a anyway. home run. So, it's... It's close. It's very close. And unless you have a camera that's going to go straight across to where you could see if his glove's over or on top, either way, it stood as a home run. I say, Jerry, if we if that's where the seats are and you can get to the ball without leaving, without coming onto the field, that should be your ball as so a fan. So you're okay reaching over? Yeah, I'm okay with the reaching over. Are you okay with someone holding your hips as you climb on top of the fence to try and reach over? No, because that's assistance. I don't like that. Uh, okay, okay. So as long as you can hang over, I mean, that should be home field advantage. You get some guys, you line people up in the outfield, all with gloves, all hanging over the fence to try to, to reach s- around. To try to try to reach around and grab a home run ball. If they actually went with your theory, yeah. you're going to have plexiglass covering the fence like you have in hockey. <laughs> if it Stop smashes the, the plexiglass, it's a home run. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. Yeah. No was, good. I mean, that's cool though that that guy got the ball. It's an insignificant game. Unlike They're the, all significant now. But I'm just like the the Jeffrey Mayer. It was one. a playoff game, right? It was a playoff game. And that guy's now an adult somewhere. Yeah, it might have been him in right field. That'd be great. Imagine if he... <laughs> yes, I could actually. <laughs> if he comes back. <laughs> that actually would be pretty cool. That's still, though, every time I see something like this, of course, it reminds me of Steve Bartman and the fact that that guy is... Disappeared? Dis- he's disappeared. I know. In a world, Jerry, where you cannot hide. You cannot run. You cannot hide. We've got cameras everywhere. We've got people looking for you. That kid Let me ask you this. disappeared. Do you think he's disappeared because we're in New York and New Jersey? Like, do you think in Chicago there are sightings of him from time to time where there's, like, we have page six in the post. 
do you think on page 44 in the Chicago Tribune, yeah. from time to time, there's a photograph of Steve Bartman. Remember what he did 30 years ago? Or do you think know. it's just I, because we're here and we don't, we're not around it day to day? I think he's completely disappeared. Okay. You're I probably right. I don't exists. know. I would not know. I would be all out and about. I'd be like, yep, I caught that ball. I'd be walking around with that old Walkman on at like, all times. People can still hate him. They won the World Series. Exactly. Like it's uh, now, years leading up to that, they might have still hated him. And they invited him to that World Series. I, I know believe. they did. I and know. He, he, he politely declined. He declined. Yeah. Got Tough way to go through it. life. That stinks. Yeah. All for a sporting event. Right. Which, in the grand scheme of things, what does it matter? Especially now, like you said, they won the World Series. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, that guy should be signing baseballs. Maybe it was signing some point, Remember, Bill Buckner at some point decided to start signing balls with Mookie Wilson. Yes. And that's one of the worst moments in Red Sox history. Right. Maybe for this guy at some point. How old do you think Bartman is now? He's got to sign uh, photographs with, uh, who is the outfielder? Moises Alou? So he is uh, yeah, 40, He's 46. Bartman? So he's younger than both of us. I thought he was actually older. So that means... What was he, 20 years? What was this? This incident was... He was a kid, was... Jerry. A young No, man. I know he was a kid. A young boy. So this was 03. So 20 years. So he was 26. Huh. Who was no, that uh, uh, Marlin outfielder? Um, Was it Moises Alou? For some reason, I'm thinking that. He's got to start signing pictures with that guy. Well, it wasn't the Marlins outfielder. It was a Cubs outfielder. Because they were trying to catch the ball. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Are you sure? He took the ball away from a ball that was going to be caught. No? Do I have that wrong? This is so great. See, Bartman, come out come out of hiding. We're not trying. We're not. Uh, here's the thing, Jerry. Let me see. It is a The whole Cubs. point right. was he took the ball away you're from right. what would have been an out. You're right, Jerry. And I, what you're saying sounds right to me. Yeah. But I have, I would have to check it. I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. Well, anyway, we had our own Bartman yesterday. I just got the date of the incident. That's what I have here. October 14, 2003. Yeah, I'm trying to a find out. We'll live in infamy. Well, I just I want to see if he if there's been sightings of him since. Yep. But the only he, thing that comes up is what happened to the infamous Cubs, uh, Steve Bartman. Now I did a uh, deep. I he's did got a, a Twitter feed. I did. Uh, I think it's fake. I oh. did a deep dive into Bartman one time. He he does not exist anymore. He okay. just whooshed, into the atmosphere. Well, you know what? If he's good living his life like that and yeah. he's happy and great. That's wonderful because you've got to think those first couple of months, if not the next year or so, were hell for him. Yes, absolutely. All over a baseball game and a catch. And it was a playoff game, and I get it, and the Cubs, they had one forever. All right, blah, 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 blah. It was still a guy who, no offense, he looked like a dork with the headphones on. He did look like and a dork. And here comes a foul ball. He did what anybody else would have done. Go for the foul ball. He just happened to be the guy that was there. Right. So that game, Jerry, he had no idea that morning when he was going to the game that it would change his life. No, we never know. We never know if your drive home to Bradley Beach will change your life today or if this show will change your life or what you say right now changes your life. Right. You have no idea. You don't know. Which is why we live, Jerry, every day like it's our last. Or in your case, just hang out and stress over what you're having for lunch and dinner. (laughs) And what type of jeans Bruce Springsteen's wearing. Wow. <laughs> to each his own, Al. <laughs> if that makes you happy Sometimes and that gets it you does. through the day, Sometimes. then good for you. Mm-hmm. Then there are other times when we have uh, things to do on a weeknight. Makes you stress out like crazy. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's different. Makes my groin hurt. Out of stress. Out of stress, yes. <laughs> You're like the only person I know that, that happens to. <laughs> <laughs> that when I stress, it lands in my groin. Some people have like back pains, right? Sure. I get it in my groin. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know. That's what I know. Enough. I'm stressing out. Yeah. What would unstress you completely, in terms of a career, or like a random day to day? Because, and I only say career because getting up, or the lack of sleep. It's not the job. It's the lack of sleep. Yeah. What would you say would be the perfect day to day routine? You got to work. Don't tell me not doing anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean that. Would it be clearly? It's not a nine to five job. Right. Would it be a local 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. type of job <laughs> where you don't, don't have know. the commute? You could sleep till 5 a.m.? I, I enjoy the commute. Okay, so it's not that Which is bad. weird. Well, I've the commute to... it's like you say the train time's your own time. In our case, the your yeah. podcast time is your time in the car. Yeah, I enjoy the, the radio. I enjoy the commute. You listen to programming. So it's not that. It's not that at all. I enjoy it. Okay. I like the commute. 
probably just the dog. <laughs> well, I was stressed out when I before I had a dog, so I like to pin everything yeah, on the right. dog. But it's making really it not seem the like you fault. were the the happy clown right. in the group before you had the clown. Uh, the, oh, uh, the Jerry, dog. I was so free. <laughs> you <laughs> were just you're miserable now. You were just a couple of degrees less miserable then. Yeah, I had to be. That's <laughs> I, I I think back on that. I'm like the the good old days before the dog. We're, we're not, not so great. No. <laughs> I'm pinning this all on the getting a dog. I was like. No. Yeah. You know when your good old days were? 1998. <laughs> <laughs> 537, quick break. Step aside when we come back. More on the football and the Mets and the Yankees. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. You know what I thought you were going to say? I thought that song was I got a little change in my pocket going jingling. When it first started. Like the first couple chords. I can see that. I think the Georgia Satellites sue these people. Well, this, song, this song came out probably 20 years before the Georgia Satellite song. Oh, maybe they should sue Georgia yes, Satellite. correct. This is the Who, Jerry. Oh, okay. The 50 million fables. Bam, bam. A couple interesting uh, baseball notes, Jerry, for you. Wow. For this, real? Yeah, this is... What a, regional sports network are we talking about, Al? <laughs> this is a new one. Mets catcher Thomas Nito. Or Tomas. Or, or Tomas. Tomas Nito, Jerry. He uh, got put on the injured list yes. due to... Dry eye syndrome. Yeah, this is actually not good. What is dry eye syndrome? So I did look it up um, because I saw you put it on the show sheet. Yeah. And so you go to, I'm trying to think. WebMD? No, I didn't go to WebMD. Mount Sinai. Oh, okay. Had the causes and effects of it and the symptoms. So here are the symptoms. And this, I mean, the guy's a catcher. He is With a, a ball coming in at 100 miles an hour, depending upon who's on the mound at that particular time. Here are the symptoms. Blurred vision. And in this case, I don't think you could tell him just grab the ball in the middle. Yeah. That ball's all over the place. Burning or itching in the eye. Okay, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Gritty or a scratchy feeling of the eye and sensitivity to light. Those are problems. That that sounds like very big problems. Big problems. That sounds like I always thought the only thing that you could get in your eye is a sty in your eye, pink eye. I was unaware of Eyes pink. I was unaware of dry <laughs> eye syndrome. So was I. Um, let's see that. Uh, and it's it's bad. And what's weird is when you look at what causes it, there, I don't know that any of this changes unless he smokes, which I don't know that he does or he doesn't. I would doubt it, I would but you never no. know. Colder allergy medicines. Okay. I, maybe he's allergic to an allergy medicine. Maybe that's possible. Uh, wearing contact lenses. Yes, you could put sport glasses on if that was the case, but he's got the big mask on, so that's not easy. Sun exposure. Well, you play baseball a lot of times during the day. That's a problem. Um, dry environment. I wouldn't think that's an issue here because it's so damn humid. So I, I don't know. Hmm. You know, uh, well, eye speedy, surgery. Speedy recovery to Tomas Nito. I hope so. Dry eyes. Uh, yeah, I hope so. You would think eye drops would handle that, but yeah. not necessarily the case. How about this, Tomas? Wet your eyes. I just said eye drops. Yeah. But I don't Wet know them. that, that it, they could dry up quickly. Oh. So he's got super dry eyes. Uh, it's dry eye syndrome for a reason. You ever have a thing uh, w- when you were a kid or as an adult where when you woke up, your eye was shut with crust? No. That happens sometimes if you get like pink eye. I don't eyes think... pink. Eyes pink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever had pink eye. I did many years ago. That's disgusting. You are. You dis- had a couple of disgusting things. You that are. hernia surgery, then look down your pants, not good. Yeah, that wasn't good. But eyes uh, shut from pink eye. Yeah, pink eye is disgusting. Hmm. Man, someone comes shows up to work in pink eye. There's no hiding that. Isn't that highly? Um, yeah. What do you call it? Contagious. Yes, highly contagious. Well, then they stay home. Yeah, stay home. Now, you know what? They were probably afraid of Eddie calling him a pansy. Right. Then they just show up with their pink eye, rubbing it all over the equipment oh. here. Then we all get pink eye. Terrible. In other uh, health-related athlete news, Jerry, Bo Jackson has uh, had the hiccups since last July. Yeah, that seems a little hard to believe. He still has them. Is that the uh, elongated hiccup syndrome? Like, what the hell? That's got to be a condition, no? It is a, they say if you, uh, I was really doing some research on this, that if you have hiccups longer than four. This is how you filled your uh, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> if you have hiccups longer than 48 hours. <laughs> Right. Then you are to go get that checked out. Is Gio okay? Gio is okay. He had those these hiccups you're hearing now. He he had yesterday just for a short time. Okay. 
And Bo Jackson does not need any more of your remedies. He has tried them all. Yeah, has he put a raccoon in the garbage pail and then went to throw the, the garbage in the pail and the raccoon hissed at him? To scare him, you mean? Yes. He says he has tried being scared. The other I mean, odd really one, scared. He, he said this, Jerry, and this is a quote. He's tried every every remedy, including, quote, smelling the ass of a porcupine. <laughs> Which I guess uh, that must be an old wives' tale. That what that, the hell could that smell like? <laughs> that that supposedly uh, is some sort of old wives' tale remedy. Yeah. Smell the ass of a porcupine, Jerry. I think this might be one. This was on a radio station in Birmingham. Might be what you just said. <laughs> I have done everything. It scare me. Drink water upside down. Smell the ass of a porcupine. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> Yes. The remedy or having hiccups that long. Either one. Yes. So. I'm serious, man. I don't know that I believe that one. That that was just a... He did not get up to the butt of a porcupine and sniff it. Right. I don't believe that for a second. Seems dangerous as well. Yes. God, I wish I could smell you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded kid... like something he just made up on the fly, to be quite honest. When I was a kid and had the... Hiccups. My remedy would be a spoonful of sugar and a glass of water. And then you start watching YouTube videos <laughs> and no more sugar for you. <laughs> right. But a spoonful of sugar right. with a glass of water and that worked every time. Did you let Bo Jackson know? Uh, no, because he's been told everything. You think he's been told about a spoonful of yeah. sugar and then some water? Yeah, if I if I knew that in the 1980s, he knows it now. Okay. Did you ever smell the ass of a porcupine? That one I hadn't heard of. <laughs> it smells like a beautiful woman, Jerry. <laughs> All oiled up in suntan lotion. <laughs> I disagree. The ass of a porcupine does not smell like a beautiful woman in suntan lotion. You know, I was working with Moose once, and he had hiccups for about an hour. So I just asked him out of the blue, so when did you find out you were adopted? And his face turned white. He looked at me. And that was it. Hiccup stopped. How about that? Wow. He was, it scared him. You had called Bo Jackson told yeah. he was adopted. I'm legit when I say the raccoon in the garbage field just because it happened at our house, and I saw my son who was 12 when this happened, jump higher than anything I've ever seen. There's no way he would have still had hiccups after that. Right. Like, you thought he saw a dead person in the garbage pail. He was he turned pale. The raccoon was alive? Oh, yeah. Remember remember, I had to have them come to, to yes. get rid of it? It crawled out of the sewer long enough. Well, we to... thought it died two days later. and thought it was dead in the pail. Oh, right, and it was still living in there. Yeah, so they came to <laughs> retrieve it when she went to get it. Oh, no, he's still alive. They tipped over the garbage pail and it ran away. That's all you needed to do. Oh, I'm not tipping that pail over. Right, because what if it comes at you? I was sitting there with a hot... So we had animal control over with what we thought was a dead raccoon, and I was standing there like Wayne's World with the hockey stick. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. You're going to high stick them. <laughs> You're coming near me. Those things are freaky looking. Oh, yeah. No, it's I don't funny. like It's the funny. They're cute as long as it's a photograph. When they're approaching you, they're not so cute. No, because I always assume that's one animal I always assume has rabies. Why wouldn't you think that? Yes. And they say supposedly it's a myth if you see them walking around during the day. So that everyone's like, oh, well, if you see it during the day, that actually turns out if you research it, that's not really true. That's fake news? Yes. But still, freaky looking. Yeah, very freaky. They're claws. They're climbing up trees. Raccoon and a possum. Two ugly, scary animals. If Can I interest you in a groundhog or a groundhog family? Groundhog sounds adorable. <laughs> they're gross. They're they're just they're like a ball of fat. They're like my belly. What's the difference between a groundhog and a beaver? <laughs> just the tail, right? The beaver. A beaver those... eats wood. <laughs> That's a woodchuck. No, doesn't a beaver peck away at wood? It it. Chops down small trees to make dams. Right. right. And then it uses its tail to to put the dam in place. A groundhog is a nothing. It's this the beaver. F- it's this fat little rodent. It's a fat rodent. I think now I'm going to put a groundhog and a beaver side by side in a photograph. And then you're going to come over during the break. Take a look. I bet the tail's the only difference. But they are both rodents. Both rodents. Both rodents. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break, then we'll check out the beaver. When we come back, Boomer and Geo in just a moment. Right well, now, when was the last time you hit the beaver? <laughs> Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence on the NFL. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, what a difference a day makes or 24 hours. We've got a winner Thursday morning for you. Everybody won yesterday. What else? Happened? Jerry, Mookie Betts and the Dodgers were playing in Milwaukee, and uh, Mookie Betts decided he was not going to stay at the uh, hotel because it's the, one of those haunted hotels. The Fister Hotel. Fister. Did everybody else stay there? Everybody else stayed there. Fister. How, how'd they do? I guess they did all right, but uh, different baseball players over the years, including Bryce Harper, said that uh, he had uh, an experience at that hotel. Fister. That, uh, what, would it, uh, what would it take to get you to stay there? I would not stay there. You wouldn't? I would There's not no sta- amount of money no. for you to stay there for one night. No, Fister. Not, not at a hotel that uh, you're telling me is well, How haunted. do they stay in business then? I don't know. It's a great. That's a great question. And why does MLB... There's the there's the Vinoy in St. Petersburg, Florida, where the Rays play that the opposing teams stay at, also haunted. And this hotel supposedly haunted. Supposedly Fister. haunted. So these two uh, Major League Baseball's got to switch this. If up. it's really haunted, they'd be out of business. But some people like to stay at a haunted hotel. Who? Fister. WFAN FM WFAN FM HD One New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.